I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Wormpool. Lepidoptera, or butterflies and moths, account for 10% of all described species of animals on Earth. They are found all over the world, in a wide range of shapes, colours and sizes, throughout a multitude of climates and environments. Butterflies have a well-deserved reputation for being beautiful, while moths are generally considered somewhat more gross. I actually really like moths, with their fluffy coats, and of course, there are plenty of boring coloured butterflies and pretty, vibrant moths. The actual differences between the two, as well as moths having thicker, more hair-like scales, are the antenna and the resting wing positions, as well as moths being generally nocturnal while butterflies like the daylight. Wormpool was the new early game caterpillar monster in the third generation games. With its complex body and large head horn, it seems almost like a combination of Weedle and Caterpie. That horn slightly resembles a party hat, leading to a celebratory Wormpool which I caught in Pokemon Go. Like many early game Pokemon, Wormpool's Pokedex entries aren't very outlandish and could read like real animal facts. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Using the spikes on its rear end, Wormpool peels the bark off trees and feeds on the sap that oozes out. This Pokemon's feet are tipped with suction pads that allow it to cling to glass without slipping. A Pokemon Emerald tells us, It sticks to tree branches and eats leaves. The thread it spits from its mouth which becomes gooey when it touches air, slows the movement of its foes. Unfortunately, this also takes a turn towards the uncomfortable kinds of Pokedex entries that talk about Pokemon eating other Pokemon. Sapphire tells us, Wormpool is targeted by Swellow as prey. This Pokemon will try to resist by pointing the spikes on its rear at the attacking predator. It will weaken the foe by leaking poison from the spikes. Pokemon Diamond tells us, It loves to eat leaves. If it is attacked by a Starly, it will defend itself with its spiked rear. And Platinum tells us, Often targeted by bird Pokemon, it desperately resists by releasing poison from its tail spikes. The English name combines worm and simple, as this is a simple worm. The Japanese name, Kemuso, comes from Kemushi, the Japanese word for a caterpillar. Like Caterpie and Weedle, Wormpool evolves into a chrysalis form at level 7. Unlike those two, it can randomly evolve into one of either Cascoon or Silcoon. Cascoon and Silcoon each resemble a spherical ball of hardened silk with spikes jutting out at various angles. Silcoon is a whitish colour with sad-looking eyes, while Cascoon is a darker purple colour with angry-looking eyes. Otherwise, they look pretty much the same, have exactly the same base stats, and can only learn the move Harden. Even some of their Pokedex entries just kind of reword the same concept. Pokemon Ruby says, 
Silcoon tethers itself to a tree branch using silk to keep from falling. There, this Pokemon hangs quietly while it awaits evolution. It peers out of the suit cocoon through a small hole. A Pokemon Ruby also says, Cascoon makes its protective cocoon by wrapping its body entirely with a fine silk from its mouth. Once the silk goes around its body, it hardens. This Pokemon prepares for its evolution inside the cocoon. However, some other Pokedex entries do go some way to making the Pokemon sound like they have distinctive personalities. Pokemon Sapphire says of Silcoon, Silcoon was thought to endure hunger and not consume anything before its evolution. However, it is now thought that this Pokemon slaked its thirst by drinking rainwater that collects on its silk. And Pokemon Sapphire says of Cascoon, If it is attacked, Cascoon remains motionless, however badly it may be hurt. It does so because if it were to move, its body would be weak upon evolution. This Pokemon will also not forget the pain it endured. At level 10, things start to get interesting. This family is unique for evolving again after their branched evolution. Firstly, Silcoon evolves into Beautifly. Beautifly is, as the name suggests, an elaborately patterned and majestic butterfly. It has cute eyes and a cuddly little teddy bear body, though some of the charm is undone by the elongated curling proboscis protruding from its face. Its first few Pokedex entries make it sound delightful and adorable. Ruby tells us, Beautifly's favourite food is the sweet pollen of flowers. If you want to see this Pokemon, just leave a potted flower by an open window. Beautifly is sure to come looking for pollen. And Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Beautifly has a long mouth like a coiled needle, which is very convenient for collecting pollen from flowers. This Pokemon rides the spring winds as it flits around gathering pollen. However, it is worth noting that when they evolve, Cascoon keeps its defense, whereas Silcoon trades it for attack power when it becomes Beautifly. Pokemon Diamond tells us, It has an aggressive nature. It stabs prey with its long, narrow mouth to drain the prey's fluids. Pokemon Pearl tells us, When flower fields bloom, it flits around collecting pollen. Despite its appearance, it is savage. And Pokemon Platinum tells us, Despite its looks, it is aggressive. It jabs with its long, thin mouth, if disturbed while collecting pollen. This darker side of Beautifly is better represented by its Japanese name, Agehunt. Agehacho is the Japanese name for the Swallowtail Butterfly, an obvious inspiration for the Pokémon. And of course, this thing hunts. In the anime, Mei saw a Beautifly and wanted one for herself. She eventually caught a Wormpool, the first Pokémon she caught in fact, which evolved first into Silcoon and then a Beautifly. It was a greedy eating machine as a Wormpool, and a beautiful contest performer as a Beautifly. Jesse of Team Rocket caught a Wurmple in the same episode May did. There were hijinks later when they accidentally swapped Wurmples. However, when it was time to evolve, Jesse's Wurmple became a Cascoon and then a Dustox. Dustox is another cool moth Pokemon. And of course I've covered Venomoth and Frostmoth already here on Luke Loves Pokemon. 
Naturally, there's a part of me that wants to do my Type 5 on Mothra right away. But there are Pokemon coming up in the next two generations, which are far more appropriate opportunities to talk about that legendary Toho creation. Nonetheless, Dustox is a cool moth. It has a fun colour scheme, a chubby little body, and an adorable smile. Dustox is unique among the bug Pokemon which evolved from cocoons, in that it keeps the high defence stand of its previous evolution. It combines that with an ability to spread poison. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, When Dustox flaps its wings, a fine dust is scattered all over. This dust is actually a powerful poison that will even make a pro wrestler sick. This Pokemon searches for food using its antenna-like radar. This toxic dust is an obvious explanation for the name Dustox. The Japanese name is Dokuken, combining the Japanese for poison, Dokuga, with scale, referring to the poisonous scales it spreads. Other Pokedex entries talk about that most classic of moth behaviours, flying towards the light. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Dustox is instinctively drawn to light. Swarms of this Pokemon are attracted by the bright light of cities, where they wreak havoc by stripping the leaves off roadside trees for food. And Pokemon Emerald tells us, It is a nocturnal Pokemon that flies from fields and mountains to the attraction of streetlights at night. It looses highly toxic powder from its wings. Jessie's Dustox was one of her most beloved Pokemon, and it left her in a mirror of the famous Bye Bye Butterfree episode, heartbreakingly flying away with its mate. In this case, an actual shiny instead of an arbitrarily pink one, and even causing Jessie to smash its Pokeball when it seemed to hesitate. Back when I first played Pokemon Sapphire on my Game Boy Advance, I was a little disappointed by the identical cocoon Pokemon and the fact we seem to be retreading old ground for Butterfree and Beedrill. Looking back now, I can see that these are a nice set of Pokemon with cool designs. And there are an awful lot of species of moth and butterfly, so I think we can forgive Pokemon for having them well represented. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want to help keep it online, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius. While you're there, why not check out the other podcasts me and my pals create? I also love it when listeners get in touch. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN. I want to hear why you love these monsters, whether it's a Pokemon we've already covered, or one that's coming up. Next up are Lotad and Seedot, so please let me know your thoughts on those. I love Wurmple, and remember... I love you too.